Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is with my friend Hillary Branoff, a certified naturopathic healer, an Ayurvedic practitioner, and we talk about her healing journey from, you know, a childhood of many ailments to uh, how she got on her path of healing. We speak a little bit about Ayurvedic healing and then we get into all different types of stuff. I really enjoy doing this podcast and I hope you guys enjoy. Hello ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host Jeremy Lipsy and today I'm joined with Hillary Brannanoff. Hillary, how are you? I'm great. My last name is actually Branoff, like Bran Flakes and Buck Off. Oh, Branoff. Yeah, Branoff, a little bit more simple. Okay. So, Hi. Hillary, tell us a little bit about yourself. I am an Ayurvedic practitioner. Um, I've been in the world of Ayurveda since 2010. And I'm also a registered holistic nutritionist and a yoga teacher for the past 26 years. Wow. I live in Los Angeles, but I'm from Canada. And um, yeah, I think that's me in a, in a small nutshell. So what got you into holistic medicine and Ayurveda and naturopathic healing? Um, basically was ill since I was born. Um, my, I was a C-section baby and then they told my mom that it was not healthy to breastfeed. And so ever since that moment of birth, they were pumping me full of, um, antibiotics and different drugs. And I had chronic migraines since I was a little kid and they gave me blood pressure medication that I had to be weaned on and off of. Um, I had chronic infections, lung infections, ear infections, throat infections. Pretty much every other month, I was been I was given um, antibiotics, and then my mom fed me, um, you know, TV dinners and uh, McDonald's pretty much every day. I had acne <laughs> as a teenager, and I still had the chronic migraines. And at that point, they started giving me narcotics. So I became addicted to pain medication as a, as a teenager. And um, finally, I, I left home when I was 17 because I was finished with all of that. <laughs> and I was Canada? really in, mm -hmm, in Canada. So I'm 46 years old, um, Windsor, Ontario. Okay. Yeah. Um, and back then, so I'm 46, a so similar age to you, and we didn't yeah. have the internet at that time, but I was really interested, um, you know, in alternative health, but I didn't really know what that looked like because I had no role models and everyone around me was all my aunts, like three aunts and my mom were nurses. So they were always like very, very you know. mainstream. Yeah. Our birthdays are close together. I'm January 9th. What's yours again? Oh, okay. We're real close. Yeah. And year apart. One, yeah, one year apart. Yeah. So anyway, you, so then when I... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, oh, so you left home? I left home, and I went to a chiropractor because my mom would never let me go to that. She said he was, they were going to break my neck. And 
the chiropractor gave me the book um prescription for nutritional healing i don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever seen that one it's like that big kind of bible yeah i, I believe that i may have read i may have had the audio book is it like is it's it about plant-based like a- medicine or it's more like like an encyclopedia. So say you look at migraines and it would be foods to eat, foods to avoid, herbs to take, you know. It I can imagine they of... originally told you don't eat any like gluten or wheat-based products to avoid migraines. Well, back then that wasn't such a thing like gluten. Um, it wasn't a, a <laughs> no one knew about that. <laughs> um, but it was, I stopped drinking dairy and eating sugar. And then my acne and the migraines definitely got better and the acne totally went away. So right away. And then I was just blown away by this book and couldn't believe, you know, my whole world kind of opened up. And then I became a vegetarian because that's what you do when you think you're trying to be healthy. How old were you when, uh, when you got that book? Uh, 18. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, no internet back then. And then I just kind of had to figure everything else out, out for myself. But it's a kind of a long story. And I know there's probably other people out there that have similar stories where Western medicine failed them. And, um, you know, they found their way to holistic medicine. And this is why it doesn't make sense for anybody who has been on that path to take an experimental um, medication or gene therapy, because if they didn't do it before, why would they start doing it now? Yeah. That's my segue into medical freedom. (laughs) Which is really important because, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that Dr. Fauci doesn't give a shit about us and all the doctors that seem to really care that are speaking out are being silenced and, I just look at that on like a psychological level is like, well, why would you all these these, you know, doctors be silenced um, because they're not parroting what, you know, CNN and Fox and all these and Dr. Fauci and what's that bitch's name? Deborah Burke or whatever her name is what mm-hmm. these scoundrels are telling people, you know, so they like silence these people. And that right there is a red flag. It's like, OK, like, why are you? silencing a massive amount of doctors and then they're you know trashing these chiropractors and stuff like you said you got that info from a chiropractor and I've heard a lot of people trash chiropractors but I've had you know I'm very active and I've had a lot of really good experiences with multiple different uh, chiropractors from Los Angeles to Arizona to Hawaii to here in Washington as well they've like they've like adjusted me and you know done a lot of relief and um one of my chiropractors actually does um, like muscle testing. Um, mm-hmm. and is that what that's called? You know what I'm talking about, right? When they test you for, you know, if you are good with certain vitamins or supplements. Yeah, they'll like have you hold mm-hmm. like something and then they'll like do like a, a muscle test or something. Yeah. 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 I mean, chiropractors, I don't think they go to school, you know, with ill intentions. Um, <laughs> I think they're you know, want to help people. And there can be shitty chiropractors and shitty doctors and shitty holistic practitioners, but there are also obviously um, many amazing ones. Same with doctors. Yeah. But those are the ones that are getting silenced. I heard that 
there was a doctor, I think in Portland, um, where they took away his medical license because he actually wanted to document, like go through the files of all the children he's, or all the people he's ever vaccinated and, and kind of actually make a report um, to what like outcomes they had or what health conditions that they had over the years. He was a doctor for like 30 years or something. Yeah. And you think that that would be kind of a normal, you know, thing to write out for not just a random, you know, general doctor, but like the government maybe wanted to know this information. Yeah. Um, and they took away his license. Well, maybe he's challenging crazy. big pharma, right? Yeah. But it's, that's like a basic study that should be done. But. Like, it's really weird, like, with, with modern science, which I call junk or pop science. It's like, they really, like, you know, they always say, well, I believe in science and science and science and science. But it's like, they <laughs> violate, like, what science truly is, which I believe is, like, related to, like, natural law and patterns <laughs> in nature. And, you know, it's all about questioning and, and finding the patterns in, like, what works and what doesn't work. And so, you know, it's like when when people say the science is settled, you know, they're just they have an agenda. The science is settled. They either, they're either hopped up on ego or they're making money somewhere. Right. Someone paid them to come up with that study. So you and the results. So I, what's that? Oh, I was just going to say that I when you were saying that about science, I was thinking about the word Ayurveda and what it actually means is the science of life and life, you know, is living, breathing, and it's always changing. And we are always tuning into the elements that make up life and they don't ever, they're never the same. Right. So no. I think that's a beautiful thing to think about, you know, with our Western science or modern science is that it should be, living and breathing and always changing 100 percent. and like another thing is too like you know people just think like oh the seasons are this way you know oh the seasons change and i'm like but we i believe that everything is like from macro to microcosm and it's it's cyclical so the seasons are affecting our biology as well and the biology of nature around us and the tides and and so we're always in a constant state of changing. And I don't know if this is true or not, but somebody had said, what if flu season is just like, you know, naturally that time of year, a, a lot of people, depending on how toxic they are, they naturally have flu-like symptoms, shedding the toxins within their body and giving them, you know, the flu-like symptoms and, and they might not even be catching what you know you would know as a flu, but um, it it your your body's just it's 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 in a seasonal cycle and it's it's shedding something within it. I don't know if that's true or not, but it was very it's very interesting. true. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, it's it seemed very, very interesting. It seemed very possible. Yeah, that's why in Ayurveda we have something called panchakarma, which is a um an intensive detoxification and rejuvenation program. And basically you do those, um, you do that in the fall and the spring, and that's when the body does do its kind of shift. And so when you do that, you prevent um, those seasonal quote unquote flu <laughs> from happening because 
essentially you're cleaning the channels of the body. There's physical channels in the body. And if you imagine like an alleyway, um, depending on where you live, but some, some cities have alleyways where people put out their trash. And if you never take the trash out of the alley, it's going to fill up. Yeah. And it's going to start to stink and smell and look awful and attract like a lot of different weird critters. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't clean it out, then it's going to get worse. And then it's going to start to like putrefy and become disgusting. And so essentially that's what happens with the body when we do those switchovers um, with the season change the body naturally goes through a detoxification process. If the channels are all clogged like that alley, then you're going to get symptoms like fever, snot coming out of your nose, like mucus coming out of the lungs and whatnot. So we clean the channels. So if you can think of like, I like to visualize things and imagine them in my body, but like a, a crystal river. And you clean that through so that when you do your natural body's detox, then the toxins just flow right out and there's no problem. Yeah. I think that most people can probably agree every time you've ever been sick, at least for myself, I totally know what happened. You know, like I was run down. I ate, you know, one time specifically, I wasn't traveling all through thailand and i wasn't cooking for myself and i was just eating out and you know the food's fresh but there's still like weird oils and salt and msg and i wasn't sleeping so great and you know that a month of that and then traveling for like 40 hours to get home and then i get the flu quote unquote flu (laughs) but it was just my body so full of toxins you know specifically you know, when oils aren't fresh or when they're really processed, like the body can't handle that. So I got the flu and I had to like detox and it was super shitty. I felt like I was going to die. Um, but I never thought that the whole world should shut down for me. No, um. <laughs> it, that's, it's just absolutely ridiculous because when you look at, and you're talking about the body stagnating, when you look at the people pushing the mask thing really hard and the vaccine thing really hard most of them seem to be really out of shape really seem to be unhealthy and you know they're trying to convince you that their way is the healthy right way to do things but it's like dude you haven't you know exercised in years you eat shit foods all the time and you know so i like you said you know we're we're like ponds where these big bags of of water and liquid and if we're not moving our pond it is going to stagnate and -hmm. that's why exercise and walking and all these things are so important so when i get approached by people about masks or vaccines or whatever it's always by these really unhealthy people that i would assume go to the doctor not to to heal but to get a band-aid put on their illness rather than to Mm -hmm. know about their illness and heal and cure that illness Mm -hmm. yeah totally i have a really funny story about the beginning of the pandemic maybe around last may or april when everything was really shut down except for liquor stores and um my partner and i went to a liquor store we were going to tincture some herbs that we collected 
and there's this really overweight guy standing in line and he's got like both hands filled with like Doritos, like one hand with a six pack of beer. He's wearing gloves and a mask on and he goes up to the counter and he's like arguing with the cashier about, you know, the mask that the guy is selling. And he's like, are these like, you know, the correct masks or, you know, the official ones or whatever. <laughs> he's laughing so hard. I'm like, I think you're missing the point. <laughs> yeah. Like, go home and put that nasty food away, stop drinking alcohol, exercise, and yeah. then you won't need to worry about if you're wearing the correct mask or not. It exactly. was funny. I'm sure we all have millions of stories like that. Yeah, well, whenever collected you see... over the past year. <laughs> yeah, whenever you see, like, videos of people online, you know, yelling at people about masks, they always, mm -hmm. they either seem like extremely fearful people which we know fear will get you sicker than anything oh, uh, really? or they're really unhealthy people and it's it's like dude like you're the last person i want to take advice about mental or physical health from like you're mentally sick because you're full of fear or you're physically sick because you treat your body like shit and um it's it's really obnoxious and I, I actually believe that the amount of people that you know want the masks and all these safety precautions is far less prominent than they want us to believe you mm -hmm. know i think it's 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 the media really pushing it and you know like i you know i've said it a bunch of times like the only thing holding this flimsy ass scamdemic together is these masks everywhere otherwise if like none of us had masks on you know we wouldn't we wouldn't even know that something something was wrong you know and what do they say that the death rates you know there's less people that have died in the last year and a half than previous years so that right there should tell you okay well we're not in a fucking pandemic another yeah. thing there is just people should just common sense is the least common of all the senses these days. Um, <laughs> the the it's like okay, well, there not only is there no dead bodies all over the streets and sirens mm -hmm. going off everywhere, there's no sick people wandering around. So yeah. that right there, but no man, it's it's no the TV showed them these hospitals in New York and Los Angeles. You know, which, you know, these cities have agendas. And again, I'm not a voter, but it's it's always the blue states and cities for some reason that are behind all this this real political correctness. And and they just all, all the problems seem to be happening in these blue states and cities, you know, and it's it's man, it's like it's ridiculous that so many people fall for it, you know. I know. So crazy. I was in um, Austin like last week, I guess it was. And I was so excited to go to Texas, you know, because apparently they have new freedom mask laws. So we get there and just like, yeah, rip off our mask and every, you know, it's, and it's a blue city. It's like the only blue city, I think, in all of Texas. Yeah. And they were, I felt like almost more mask crazy than they are in california i mean it was next level because we just kept trying and trying to not wear a mask because we we're like we're in texas like we're not wearing a fucking mask and they were 
on it with it. Like, it was ridiculous. Well, following the things that the media says and parroting it, it's a sign of virtue. So it's like somebody had called it the cult of COVID, right? And you think about it, these people are very cult-like. You got to have the mask on. You got to say, you know, if we could only save one life or stay home, save lives. And, and you know, did you get your, your, your Kool-Aid flu or did you get your Kool-Aid shot? You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, these are like, it's like, it's a cult. It literally is. And it's, it's all about showing how much virtue you have. And the masks aren't about you. They're about other people. And... And I'm like, well, hey, dude, maybe you're going to pretend like you care about other people more than you care for yourself, but I'm number one, so I'm not going to pretend for you, and I take care of myself, and, you know, again, it goes back to people, they just don't want to take care of themselves, they don't want to do that extra work and put in that effort, and we know on our paths, I'm sure I can speak for both of us, that everything revolves around mind, body, and spirit. That's it. And it's been that way since ancient times. And we live in a very physical, materialistic society. It's all about the physical. They ignore the spirit. And um, and they're ignoring the mental, too, <laughs> clearly. And just look at where we're at. I mean, like, so much stuff is just, like, it's such common sense. But people just don't see it. Yeah, they don't, nobody wants to take, I mean, this has always been like, no one wants to take responsibility for themselves, you know, like, I don't know how many, many of clients have come to me and they just want me to give them an herb. And I'm like, well, I can do that, but it's not going to change your situation. Like you're going to have to cook for yourself. You're going to have to exercise. Like you would not believe how many people don't exercise at all. No, I know. At all. I'm like, I work really? in customer service. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, we just have to stop relying on, you know, the big daddy to like hand out the drugs and then the drugs for the drugs for the drugs that cause more problems and we just need more and more. Um, start taking responsibility for ourselves. And like the same thing with government, you know, like we're, we have too much government because people won't take responsibility for their lives not even just their health but just like to be told what to do i guess and want to be asleep so so somebody just made a really good point they had said something along the lines of uh legally constitutionally um the government's only allowed to impede in your life so much so what uh, government has done is they've now um, put in the power in the hands of like the corporations and, and you know big pharma and things like that so they've found a way to rule through um, yeah like uh, through commerce and uh, pharma because mm -hmm. government's not allowed to do it, but they're still doing it, but they're using corporations and they're using big tech and, and things like that. So, yeah, I think that's how what I heard recently that they said the federal government will not require vaccine passports, but if any private corporation would like to do that, then they can. <laughs> and so that's, I think, how they're going to try to get away with it. Well, and then you just think about this. It was like 
that was the plan from the beginning because if it wasn't, why did they close down all the small businesses and keep all these massive ones open? If it's all about people's health and why are 300 people allowed to, you know, fumble around Walmart and touch everything? But, you know, you can't have five people or three people or 10 people in your small business, right? Oh, it's about people's health and safety, but you got every dirt bag in that part of town in Walmart. And so what did that do? That just made these these corporations and Amazon and all these people all this freaking money. So now they're all stacked up. They ain't got to worry about finances. So when they pull this bullshit or they try and pull this bullshit, because a lot of people aren't going to go for it. I... I think people will fucking burn their shit to the ground personally um hope so uh but yeah so they're gonna be like oh we're gonna have a vaccine passport to shop in here and on all this shit it's gonna it's gonna be like yeah well they are stacked up and you know who knows what you know what the outcome of that'll be i mean there's so much stuff going on right now there's so many psyops so much psychological warfare and Again, I think it's probably only 35% of people that are really having a hard time seeing what's going on. And I think other people are really questioning it. And I think other people already know what the fuck is going on. And we're Mm -hmm. now talking about it. Yeah, I hope you're right. Because some days I just feel, I don't know, living in Los Angeles (laughs) feels like everybody's on the other side, honestly. But yeah. That, that could just be because I'm kind of in that like kind of yoga healer community and they're definitely all like super far left and yeah. really woke, woke. So mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm like surrounded, but I think probably you're right. Like the average person and just the everyday, you know, regular person is probably like, I'm not falling for this shit. Yeah. Like you said, you know, you're in Austin, LA, when you go to these big cities, it's not just the yoga community because it's like that out here too. And I'm in a, I'm a small town, right? But the yoga community out here, same fucking thing. The, the, all the naturopathic stores, same fucking thing. Woke as shit. It's like, what are you guys getting involved in like Eastern practices for if your yeah, lives what? are ruled by Western medicine? It's like, what do you even have a health food store for? I know. They're like so woke in the health food stores. It's like, like, what the fuck are you even doing? Like, yeah. Why did you open this thing if you didn't have faith in, in your product? Gosh, I said that same thing like so many times. I've been traumatized because all of my teachers who I've like looked up to, you know, I can't even believe I'm just like, why do you even practice Ayurveda and herbalism? Like, why? I don't understand how you even got to this point if you just think that the answer is taking a vaccine and wearing a mask. Like, isn't that the point of understanding? I shouldn't say all of my teachers because there are two specific ones that for sure understand what's going on with the body for real. And um, But a lot of the other ones are all just like... Yeah, just so disappointing. Well, it's like a lot of the people that like used to really be into conspiracies and like, you know, we talk about all this stuff. I mean, I mean, I heard about Agenda 21 over a decade, a decade ago. And Agenda 21 is basically what COVID is. It's, you know, so think 10 years ago, I hear that they're going to try and, you know, take the world over with a pandemic, specifically the United States. 
and that it was going to be parceled out to China and Russia, the superpowers, and that the UN was going to be brought in to, um, they were going to force vaccinate people, or they were going to try and force vaccinate people, and then other people were going to go to FEMA camps, and, um, you know, it's like playing out the way that I had heard it in, um, you know, 10 years ago, and the West Coast would go to China, and if you think about you know, just the West Coast in general and how, like, socialist slash leftist communist it is, um, it's, like, easy to see. Like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. exactly where we go to, to freaking China. And it's, 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 like, so crazy. And all my, cons- not all of them, but a lot of them, they, like, it's, like, you guys used to, you know, like, send me, things from David Icke and Alex Jones and William Cooper and all these, you know, Jordan Maxwell and all these conspiracy things. But it's like, how in the fuck did you guys, how can you not see what's going on now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I I've think just, it's called, I think it's called brainwashing. <laughs> 100%. Well, I mean, you know, Govern meant govern means control and meant is Latin for mind. So there's mm-hmm. that, you know, government control minds. And, you know, I've said it for a long time, you know, anything that comes out of the mainstream media, you know, any of these things, education, uh, you know, Western medicine is good for diagnosing. It's good for, you know, setting a broken bone. And sometimes they ruin that, they mess that up. Um, but like all of it to me is just, it's a bunch of fucking garbage, man. And yeah, keeping people sick and dumb and uninspired. And so, yeah. as far as like, Ayurveda goes um can you expand upon that a little bit and like tell us a little bit more because I've always I know a little bit about it but I I've always been like oh I gotta learn more about that yeah I mean it's kind of like it's so simple but so powerful I find that the things that are more the most simple are the most powerful Mm -hmm. but essentially you know, like you mentioned before, the microcosm and the macrocosm were made of all the elements that are in the universe. That's what makes up our bodies um, and our mind. So, you know, I don't know if you've heard of the term dosha before, but it's how the body is organized. And there's three doshas, vata, pitta, kapha. Mm-hmm. Everybody's born as a specific constitution. Um it's not that important kind of in the West. We've really made that a thing because people like, you know, knowing about themselves and filling out little quizzes and stuff, which is cute, but it's just, that's, it kind of goes way beyond that. Um, But in essence, if you learn about, you know, how the elements affect your body, you can start to really understand yourself in every moment of the day, which is really empowering I think like it's just a little bit of study can empower people uh so much you know if you see somebody who's like road raging in the middle of August in Los Angeles you know you could look at them and say like oh that person has excess fire 
yeah. um, which is Pitta, and that could that person could be you, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then you just have compassion because it's like, yeah, it's no big thing. It's just like, wow, I see that fire coming out of that person's ears. Um, or if you, you know, meet some super enthusiastic, airy fairy kind of spacey fairy girl, you know, she might have excess wind or what we call vata. And then you can understand that in your own body when you know um, what happens when you have excess wind, which is one of the major problems or challenges that we have in the Western society is too much wind and ether, or sorry, I shouldn't say wind, that's Chinese medicine, air and ether. Um, and that can be anything from dry skin to poor memory, anxiety, insomnia, constipation, all the way to like dementia, osteoporosis, rheumatoid arthritis. So when we become aware of like, oh, you know, my sleep is really bad, like that's a symptom. And then we need to address it instead of just taking, you know, a melatonin. We need to know why, what's the core or causative factor? How did we, you know, get to the place where we can't sleep at night? Yeah, I have a um, hard time sleeping. You do? Yes. And I think I'm pretty sure I'm Vata. Yeah, I somebody think told so me that. Too. Yeah, I'm like skinny and full of energy and anxious. Mm -hmm. And you're probably Vata Pitta. I mean, you're you're very smart and um, goal driven, and you you know. I definitely have like... some fire in me for sure. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. So if you have, you know, if one of your doshas constitutionally is Vata, then you'll have a propensity for those imbalances. So then you really have to pay attention to that stuff so that it doesn't accumulate over the life. And then, you know, when you see elderly people, like somehow we've just gotten used to, you know, when you age, that means ill health, but you don't actually have to be sick when you're old. Mm -mm. Um, you don't, you can still do things like a lot of my teachers are older and I mean, they're more smart and sharp and have the most amazing memory that I'll ever have in my entire life. Um, and, you know, energetic and yeah, but we just get so we let those elements accumulate in the body. And I know like my mom, she had constipation for, I don't know, 50 years, literally. And then she gets stage four colon cancer. Mm. Um so if you let those, you know, just say, oh, I'm just a constipated person. Well, no, you know, you need to deal with that. <laughs> um, all those tiny little symptoms that the Western medicine doesn't really acknowledge. Like for diabetes, there's 19 symptoms prior to actually having full-blown diabetes in, in Ayurveda. What Western medicine only acknowledges like pre-diabetic and diabetic. Yeah. So it's a pretty amazing science, and I, I just love it because it's so, it's practical. And, so it, and what about I, kapha? Oh, kapha, yeah, I skipped that one. So um, kapha, so, you know, typical body type would be like a larger bones and more like tissue. And they actually can be, live the longest and be the healthiest as long as they don't become overweight. And so they kind of can have an addiction to food and maybe being a little bit, you know, they're like the 
classic couch potato. They're like really nurturing and they love to hug and they love their ice cream. Water. Cheese. Yeah, water. Is it a water element? Oh, it's water and earth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just kind of describing like a general so you can get a visual. But if you have that imbalance, like little kids tend to have a lot of cough imbalances. They're like little snot bags, you know, like always having snot and mucus and so you don't give little kids ice cream and you don't give them you know cold frozen things popsicles and stuff which is what almost everybody gives little kids (laughs) yeah i'm gonna bribe them Um, yeah yeah give them some you know and sugar because sugar is made out of the elements of water and earth and so if you have excess Kaffa, which is water and earth, you don't give extra water and earth. Um, it's kind of cool. You just learn those little basics and you can figure that all out for yourself and um, super empowering. Now, as an Ayurvedic healing, is are, are they is it is it like vegan or plant based or what's because I no. know that in India they don't really they don't really eat a lot of meat, do they? Um, well, I mean, it comes from ancient India, but it's not Indian per se. And I think a lot of people associate that with like Hinduism. So, um, but it's not, it's not a religion at all. And so essentially everything in the universe is made of elements. So that means that, you know, everything is a possibility for consumption. Like some things would be um, for example, cold milk would be considered a poison for the body. Milk, but warm milk would be considered one of the most amazing medicines. Mm. Um, why and, and why is that? What's the difference between the cold and warm milk? Well, you affect the energetics. Like obviously, like you know, heat um, or temperature affects the energetic of the yeah. food. So when you heat it up. Um, I kind of took a good question. How do I explain that? So like drinking a cup of milk would not be very good if it was cold, but if you put some creamer in your coffee or tea, that that would be better, right? No. Um, <laughs> it gets kind of complicated. So if you're putting, if you're making your tea and you want to put milk in it, you'd have to actually heat the milk. So when you heat something, you're putting Agni in it, and Agni is fire. Okay. So you don't want to mix, like, cold and hot together because uh-huh. it becomes, like, an incompatible food. Yeah. So you want to put the Agni into the milk so that you can digest it. So you would – it kind of, like, sounds anal, but that's just the way it is. Um, oh, it makes, <laughs> it, I, hey, man. You heat up the milk, and then you add it to the hot tea or coffee. Um, and to answer your question, um, you can eat meat in Ayurveda. And a lot of people who grew up on meat should definitely um, consider to continue eating meat because it's not good for the body to all of a sudden not have meat anymore if you grew up on it. And I know a lot of people get mad at me for saying that, but I'm just going to say the truth. <laughs> I mean, like I – like. What is it? You know, you always have the vegans and the, and like, I'm not hating on vegans or plant-based people. You know, I've, I've yeah, done yeah. those things myself, 
But like they're always looking for the next superfood, and it's like, hello, meat is the superfood, dude. <laughs> There's your superfood yeah. right there. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I was. The I vegan mean, depending for a on where time. you get the meat. Yeah, right? exactly. You don't want factory farmed meat. Totally. the The quality of the food is important. You know, where you get it the temperature of it when you eat it how you eat it with what do you eat it with <laughs> the climate who is eating it who are you and why are you eating that <laughs> um so yeah there's all these different factors and it just depends on the person really like everyone's unique everyone has unique immunity yeah um there's no one immunity for every single person According to my human design, I'm supposed to have a strong immune system. So you have the spleen defined? I'm pretty sure, yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you know I look at people's... What were you going to say? I was going to say, I look at people's charts when I do consultations with them, if they let me and if they have their birth time. And then I incorporate that into how I share the information. So you will appreciate this. So... Okay, so when I was in Kauai, where I met you, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. through our good friend Micah, whom we yep. we love for for all of his his successes and failures, he's a great teacher <laughs> on every level, yes. and I love him like a brother, and always will. <laughs> uh, we've had our ups and downs, but like I, 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 he's one of the few people that I know would go into the fire with me, um, and. Um, but and he currently is. <laughs> totally, 100%. Going into the fire with us. <laughs> yeah, we're going into the fire. Um, you know, that's how you make a sword. you got to pound it down and, and put it through the flame and grind it down and sharpen it and put it through the flame again. Um, so we're, we're becoming swords. Um, but um, we were into human design, and um, and, I've, and I read books on it, Bond Talk. I read a few books on human design, and I was really into it for a while, and then I fell out of it for about four or five years. And then recently, I had found that there was a human design like counselor. Here's like a conscious counselor. And so I went and I saw her and all this stuff. Because I remember like a couple of months before going, like stumbling across human design after not thinking about it forever and I was like thinking like man I I should probably get back into this again and lo and behold sure enough I find out a month or two later about this lady and I was like oh I gotta go see her um and she I gave her my chart and literally after the first session she had said these specific things and so much stuff shifted and it wasn't like a conscious shift it was like i just it just naturally fell into place like i stopped um engaging with people on social media the same way and i literally had no desire i was like well dude these people aren't waking up they're not going to get it they're like you're wasting your time you're wasting your energy it's mm-hmm. just you're just cultivating that what is it that pitta and it's not serving you, right? <laughs> You're just burning things down. And so, and then I went and I did another one. And the same thing happened all over again. Like subconscious, like awareness came to me. And I realized I was like, I was like the brilliant thing about going and seeing this type of counselor as opposed to seeing your, 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 and I'm not saying counseling is bad. I'm not saying that. Uh, mm-hmm. But the, what I think the advantage of seeing this type of counselor is, is you show up 
and you give her your your birth your you know your your time the place you were born what year what month and all that and now they're able to create a chart based off the cosmic alignment and and longitude and latitude of where you were born and now they have like a chart and a reference point of what your general character and and your strengths and weaknesses are as opposed to going to a counselor where you just got to go for you know months and months and months before you counsel yeah you know forever <laughs> and and you know it's just like you kind of it helps a little but you don't really notice for the first nine months six months year or whatever and i i just felt like wow this is just such an advantage to have you know people's whole their whole makeup in front of you and knowing about that and it j just yeah. seeing it work in my life was incredible that's awesome and it's so true because then it's like someone who has the understanding of human designer you know that's just the one we're speaking about right now where you're looking at the unique individual in front of you instead of projecting you know your own ideas of what you know a a healthy human should be and that's what a lot of i think practitioners counselors whomever do you know they just don't understand like how completely unique we are so like in human design you can figure out how someone learns and then you can change how you talk to them because then you know they'll they'll learn faster yeah pretty cool so if and, yeah you can learn about their immune system you can learn about how they deal with stress you can i mean so many details yeah i was just gonna ask you so like let's say i was like hey hillary i want a session with you here's my human design chart would you be able to look at that and say okay well according to ayurveda you know this is in alignment with that and that's out of alignment with this and it, you should probably be you know, consuming more of this and you should be staying away from that. Would you be able to do that just based off looking at someone's chart? Um, do you hear that alarm? <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. My alarm went off on the phone. Probably oh, not. I didn't, I didn't hear it. Oh, you didn't? Okay. No. Um, so I kind of merged the two together, if that makes sense. So yeah. I use Ayurveda and then I look at the chart and I can see like if that person's like a total um, like super excess pitta and then I can look at their chart and go, oh, they have an open route, which is like makes them feel like they're never going to get everything done and they just don't stop moving because, you know, they have this sense about them that it's like they have to accomplish something, but um, the list never ends. And so they don't ever feel like they can stop. So instead of, so that's like a little like secret information that I have about this person because I can say all I want to the cows come home, like, you really need to slow down. You really need to slow down. But um, now I have this information. They have an open root center from the human design um, chart. And I can say to them, you know, do you feel like you are always chasing having, you know, the end of a list being checked off, but you never actually have the end come. And they're like, yeah, I feel like that. And then once you bring that through their awareness, they can actually transform that about themselves. That's kind of what happened with this lady. She was like, 
I don't know. She had said something along the lines of, um, she's like, she's like, you, you're a very tribal person. She's like, you also have a lot of leadership in your chart. So she's like, but you know, you're trying to lead, you know, these groups of people in this specific direction and you may actually be causing them harm rather than helping them. And, you know, what's going to work for you in your constitution is not going to work for, you know, other people. So, I don't know. It just made it more like where it made me shift. And I'm like, I've been, you know, focusing on myself and my healing and my path, you know, a lot. But it made me even go deeper in that. And, um, yeah, it was, it's awesome. So awesome. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great modality. Um, I think it's great for practitioners to learn, you know, the basics of it too, because I don't know, it just makes my job a lot easier. <laughs> I think, and I think that people get more out of what I have to share um, when I can really tailor it to who they are. Yeah, now I'm, like, going to be hitting you up after we get off this phone call about, you know, hey, Hillary, we need to get a session in. Yeah, because you were mentioning that you changing your diet, you know, trying different things, and I wondered, had you ever tried Ayurveda? I have not. I actually, I, 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 I downloaded an audio book while I was living in Maui. Okay, so Maui, Kauai and Maui, all the islands are very different, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So which islands have you been to? Uh, Kauai and the Big Island. Okay, so I got to go to Kauai, the Big Island, Maui, and Oahu. And they were all Hawaii, but very different Hawaii. You know what I mean? All different mm -hmm. like types of energy. Like, you know, we would probably agree that um, a Big Island has the, the Pitta energy, right? The volcanic mm -hmm. energy, right? And Kauai definitely has... To a certain extent, a lot of kapha energy, right? Earth, water mm -hmm. energy, because it's always raining and so lush over there. It's the garden island. And yeah. Maui was kind of like, it seemed like both almost. It was like very masculine and feminine in Maui. Um, but when I was in Maui, I started studying a lot of crazy things. Like I got that Ayurveda um, audiobook, and then I got into Chinese face reading. Um, and I got really deep into the cards of destiny. Um, and I read a lot more about human design while I was in Maui. Um, I went really deep in like a lot of like um, Eastern studies and, you know, like, um, you know, cycles of the moon and, and you know, setting intentions based off the cycles of the moon. Because we I was already into gardening and farming and we were planning based off, um, you know, the new moon and harvesting based off the full moon. And oh, cool. so was like oh well you got to plant your seeds spiritually you know during the new moon as well and hopefully you'll be reaping them around the full moon at some point um but uh yeah freaking um now it was a really epic place for for learning and i forgot where i was going with this but there you go oh you were, were talking about it. had you tried it yet oh yeah well no and that's why i had learned a little bit about like pitta vata kapha and the doshas and things like that and um mm -hmm. but i didn't really i didn't really get deep enough into that i as as i did into the other other things and um 
I don't know if the book was like super, I think it was only like four hours long or three hours long or something like that. And, um, probably just gave me the basics of it or whatever, but, um, yeah, but yeah, I, I would really like to, uh, probably get into Ayurveda now at this point because, um, just, you know, like listening to your story and, and, um, seeing where Western medicine is taking us and, um, knowing that like, like you said, sleep problems and things like that. I mean, yeah, man, most nights I'm not asleep till two or 3 AM and then I'm up at like eight or nine and I, and, and I will beast mode it and come home after working all day and get a intense ass hour long workout in too. But then I'll be, you know, Mm-hmm. still up every night getting five it's to six hours sleep kind of like the vata pitta constitution always like they're so passionate and enthusiastic about life that they kind of a typical thing is to like burn the end of the candle or at both ends is that how the saying goes yes. <laughs> so they kind of you know just want to partake and do and passion and enthusiasm and you know, which is awesome, but then if it's not balanced, then you can end up, you know, not having the best aging process. Well, hopefully that's going good because everybody always thinks I'm 10 years younger than I really am, but I, I feel like I'll be at, it'll be like, it'll be like, it'll be like 2 a.m. I'm like, dude, I gotta go to bed. And, I'm, and then literally I say this like, multiple times a week at like 2 a.m. <laughs> you gotta go to bed this and then like but there's so much to learn and there's so much interesting <laughs> stuff literally and I'm like so passionate about learning all this stuff and seeing what's going on and and like even like a lot of people like oh man you always talk about this dark stuff or whatever and it's like but I'm not a dark person really I'm like a, I'm like pretty stoked on life you know I'm like I love my mm-hmm. life and I and and I do have a lot of hope for everything that's going on right now but yeah i'm just passionate about shit yeah totally and i mean if you stay up past 10 you go into like the heat of the liver kind of the the energy that was supposed to heal the liver at night and do all of its millions of amazing things that it does the liver and i've had liver issues for a long time and i don't drink so yeah i don't eat a lot of sugar yeah you don't even have to yeah drink i mean the liver's got a process all the bullshit toxins that are everywhere in our world right now but if you stay up past 10 that energy goes up to the head and that's why a lot of people are like i don't know i'm just i get so creative at night and yeah you get reading stuff and all like excited so the energy that was supposed to be used for healing the body goes into the head and you know, over time, that's not, it won't end up good. Yeah. And another another thing too is, um, I, I, uh, if I fall asleep before 10, a lot of times I'm up at like two or 3 AM. Hmm. Yeah. I got, I think you have some liver heat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You could try doing some, uh, not to turn this into a little (laughs) <laughs> a little consult but taking some aloe in the morning hmm yeah. the gel or just like um or 
not the gel because it has some weird chemical in it to make it gel but um there's lily of the desert okay. organic yeah. inner fill it inner fill it and then yeah. yeah i do like a shot glass of that in the morning and hopefully that'll help you a little bit to cool that liver down yeah okay cool I, i've, I've yeah. done the lily of the desert before I'll, I'll go get some next time i'm downtown nice in your in your woke grocery store. <laughs> I am my woke ass grocery store. Hey, put your mask above your nose. It's Double like, basket. <laughs> yeah, put your mask above your nose. It's like, dude, they said saliva, not snot. Homeboy, I think you're okay. <laughs> it's like so funny. So, has has this affected your business at all? This whole COVID thing. Oh yeah, I, I had to close my office. Like, I had an office, a really nice office that I loved for four years. And then I wasn't allowed to, I wasn't, you know, everything was shut down. And so I wasn't allowed to work. Although I did still see some brave souls, but um, I couldn't pay the rent. And yeah. I tried everything. I applied for all those like PPE loans, loans and yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get anything. And after three months going by, I just was like, you know, and the rent is like accumulating and I'm not making any money. And so, yeah, I had to close it. And it was really sad. Um, and then I've just been working like different offices, but not really like my own sort of thing that I used to have. And now people are finally starting to come out of the woodwork, but there's a lot of like vaccinated people who are now feeling like safe, you know? Yeah. And I don't particularly particularly like that because I don't really like doing body work on vaccinated people. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, my job also, I do, <sighs> bless you. Thank you. Ayurvedic body work. Um, so I do consultations and then all the different body work that's associated with Ayurveda. Um, yeah. So it's getting busier now, but I really think now's the time you know, to, for people to really empower themselves. And if they have comorbidities, so it's like, okay, let's, let's deal with this. Um, stop hiding in your house and let's actually work on this. Yeah, man. I like, you know, the education system has gotten people in this cyclical learning phase where, you know, you got to memorize things to prove that you're smart and you got to listen to your superiors and listen to authority and, you know, unfortunately, the Western authority always abuses its power. So, you know, it's people don't want to think outside of the box a lot, you know. So yeah. that's why so many people are getting vaccinated. Yeah. Ugh, it's really sad. Yeah. Well, if you have anything else you want to talk about. You you have the, the 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 podium. If not, you're free to plug yourself and where people can find you and mm -hmm. how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, thanks. Um, I would say if anyone's interested in like some cool stuff, I have a small blog on my website, and there's like some recipes and different tea things you can do to improve your digestion. Um. Yeah, my website and I have a resource page with like tons of stuff on there. So it's kind of a fun website to go to, I think. <laughs> I'm always adding to it. And that's at uh, fourpillarsayurveda.com and four is spelled out F-O-U-R. 
and um, yeah, I do online consultations. I think that the spring and fall are great times to check in with an Ayurvedic practitioner so you can potentially do some sort of detoxification so that we can ward off all these scary uh, viruses. <laughs> Kidding. Um, there's no actually virus coming out at, at you, but yeah, just cleaning out the channels and being healthy and empowered and feeling at peace in the world. Nothing to be scared of. Yeah. So that's four pillars. Dot yeah. com. Awesome. Four pillars. Sorry, four pillars. Ayurveda. Four pillars. Ayurveda. Dot com. Awesome. Yeah, and I'm gonna be coming out to LA in the middle of June, and maybe I don't know if you'll be there, but maybe we could. We'll 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 talk about it. I'll I'll text you the info. Maybe I can come see you while I'm out there. Yeah. I'll be out there for like four or five days, but I I could, you know, find a way to get over to you. Where 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 at? Where are you in LA? I'm in Topanga. Okay. Yeah, my office is in Topanga, and I live in Topanga. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, thanks for having me on, and thanks for doing this so that, you know, people out there have someone to, you know, listen to. They know they're not going crazy. Yeah, man, I, I just, you know, I just know everything that I've been through, you know, from you know you know survival of the fittest and paying attention to your surroundings and unfortunately people have surrendered their um, attention to other people to pay it for them and mm-hmm. now we're gonna see probably in the next six months from you know all the vaccines and all the stupidness some really really bad stuff and uh, yeah it's very unfortunate yeah, it's like we're being called to really be yogis or whatever the term you want to use, but just it's really powerful mentally, physically, emotionally, and really getting centered and really getting okay with death and non-attachment. Yes. And yeah, it's kind of we're being put into the put to the fire, into the fire. And um, testing all the things that we've been practicing, right? Absolutely, and death death is a is a big part of it too, in in the sense that, you know, like that's that's the leverage that they use over people, and people have done such little work on themselves that they're terrified of death. But I've lived mm-hmm. through things that are worse than death, so I don't want to do that again. So you can't leverage death over my head, and you know, so like you said, A, just get, be at peace with death because, you know, tomorrow's not promised and with the way things are going and the censorship and, and who knows what, you know, vaccine passports or whatever, who knows what's next for people like yourself and myself and what these, these scoundrels may have in store. And I think, too, if they were as powerful as everybody thought they were, they would have already made their move. They're do they're they're doing this long game thing because they're outnumbered a million to one. Mm-hmm. So, I always think there's hope. Do you always think there's hope? Yeah, I think there's hope. You know, it's like yeah, totally. What you know, if they if they're if they 
why haven't they made their move yet, right? They clearly have an end game planned. Why haven't they done it yet? Because they're outnumbered a million to one and they got to do it very delicately. And it and it almost mm-hmm. seems like, though, a lot of people are waking up. It does. Yeah. seems like a lot of people just aren't buying it. Yeah. I sure hope so. I mean, I keep thinking, like, how much more do they have to do for people to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Some I people feel are like never going to get it. I've been saying what the fuck for, like, a year and a half. <laughs> Some people are never going to get it because they can't. They, then uh, if they get it, then they have to say, holy shit, everything was a lie. Their whole reality will crumble. Mm-hmm. So people will knowingly hold on to a lie just so they don't have to face you know, the shatter of their reality, the, the possible, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the Stockholm syndrome, you know, just like same kind of idea. It's just like, Oh, I'm going to suck up to these crazy people because if I don't, then I'm going to, you know, I'm on my own scared, you know? Yeah, absolutely. My, one of my favorite things to say is, you know, our our leaders are literal serial killers. They have the constitution of serial killers, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I can blame them all the time, but they're serial killers. They, they, they can't change that. Like, you know, nothing will make them stop. Like, no form of depravity, no form of pleading or please don't do this to me will make them stop. They're serial killers. So, yeah. That's the way they are. Like, so when I look at society, it's like, well, who's sicker, the serial killers or the people who want to be ruled by the serial killers? Right. You totally. I mean? It's like I, society is way fucking sicker than these serial killers. I've been saying it all along. I'm like, the thing that disturbs me more than anything are the people going along with it. Like, there's always been weird, power driven, greedy, you know, sick people who want to be in power, like, since the dawn of time. But these people who are, like, allowing them to be their handlers is, like, the more disturbing thing to me (laughs) than anything. (laughs) Like, oh, I think it's okay to be, like, locked in your house and told you can't do this or that. Um, No problem. For our safety. Yeah, for our safety. You know? I I I guess... Sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, now in Canada... (laughs) I was um, just about to shift it to Canada right now. Oh, really? Yes, I swear to God. <laughs> and I'm Canadian, so it's just weird. That's why I was about to shift it there, because I was going to ask you some yeah. questions. But you started to yeah, speak so about it. Now in Canada, they have, like, I guess you can go to the store, and there's certain aisles that you can't go down because it's not um, deemed as essential. Like, so certain items are not essential. And so you're not allowed to buy those items right now. I mean, it's just like insanity. I was I was about to say, like in Canada, they're they're like going full force police state, and like people are going along with it. And that's kind of what happens when you don't have firearms. You know, you don't. There's really no way to stand up against tyranny at that point. And like I think they were talking about in Canada, was like you know covid camps healing camps or whatever and it's like you know like you said like at what point do you fucking wake up when they're coming to take your kids to send them to a healing camp is that when you wake up or do you just oh yeah you know a lot of people they're not gonna wake up they're not yeah it doesn't matter what you do to them 
you, you could be stomping them out. They'd be p- panicking. Oh my God, I'm getting stomped out. Oh, the government would never hurt me. Oh my God, they're hurting me right now, but they would never hurt me. It's like, yeah, and like, you know, does it look familiar or similar to something else that's happened? <laughs> like, <laughs> Nazi Germany, hello, people. Like, we're doing this for the good, you know? Ex- like, yes. It's so disturbing. The most like, disturbing part about that, though, is is all these people going along with it are all these people that went to college and they're supposed to know about history and science and all this great shit. And it's like, dude, you're not fucking paying attention to history. Your fucking degree didn't do anything for you. Like, all it no, did it was... No, it actually, yeah, indoctrinate them. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. It's... I know some some of the people I thought were like the smartest people are now to me like the most idiotic people I know. I'm like, uh, how did this happen? Yeah, man, I had a family member that I was that I was talking to about the vaccines, and they were like, "Oh no, I'm I'm not not going to get it. I'm going to see what happens, this and that." And I was like explaining, "Yeah, well, you know, I'd be really cautious because it's experimental," and I, you know, telling them all the information. Mm-hmm. And find out a week later, they got their first shot. Oh yeah, this happened to me so many times. You know, now. I'm, just like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what? are you fucking kidding me? Because people think they 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 see my passion and they just think I'm extreme, right? But like, I'm like, dude, like, I mean, this is for real. This is real life shit here, dude. Of course, I'm extreme about it. Like, you you've been wandering around, like, ignoring all this shit that I've been trying to tell you about for years and then you know like even like you know like i was saying eight years ago telling my family at like thanksgiving the world is ran by satanic pedophiles and they were arguing with me and i was like all your heroes are satanic pedophiles and then one of my family members tells me last year did you hear about this epstein guy and i was like yeah do you remember i was like do you remember thanksgiving eight years ago when i was arguing with you guys about how all your heroes are pedophiles and satanic did you see who was on his island did you see the satanic temple on his island like it was all politicians scientists you know lawyers celebrities musicians i mean Yes, I've been telling you guys this forever, and you guys just think yeah. I'm crazy. I mean, a yeah. year ago, we were talking about the COVID passport, the vaccine passport, where that it could happen, and now it's here. But a year ago, everybody was calling me a conspiracy theorist. Totally, same. I was, I knew from the second it started, I was like, this is what's going to happen. And they're like, oh, Hillary, you're worrying too much. I'm like, okay, well, and it all did. <laughs> Yeah, well, the coronavirus in in uh, America started on Friday the 13th, a Masonic holiday, a satanic holiday. You know, oh, wow. corona means crown. Crown is Kronos. Kronos is Saturn. Saturn is Satan. You know, so like and crown is also your head. And you just look at how this virus has affected people's head or this whatever this is, it's affected people's crown. It's affected their crown chakra. They're like so crazy over this shit. So it's it's all, even the mask, the mask ritual, it's a humi- humiliation ceremony. It's to dehumanize us. You know, they do it to Islamic women. They used to do it to black slaves. 
It's the same, it's the same, you know, ritualistic ceremony. There's all kinds of occult shit behind all this stuff. And yeah, and I just go so deep with it. People think I'm crazy. Oh, you're just connecting together too many dots. And it's like, well, no, if you'd studied this shit, the way that a doctor studies medicine or whatever, whoever studies whatever, like I've been studying it for the last, you know, 20 years, you'd understand that this is part of the play and these, these are the patterns. This is the, the cycles in this whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. Symbols like, yeah, they can just pull off something without taking the time to get everybody used to stuff. And people always like to say, well, they couldn't keep it a secret. I'm like, they don't, they fucking rub it in your face 24 seven on in the media and in movies and and the politicians do it, you know, in front of the media all the time. They rub it in your face. They give you little clues constantly, and you just don't get it. You just think it's just a coincidence. It's a coincidence theory. Yeah. And what about the Simpsons? Come on. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. They rub it in your face. You know? It's like, it's so crazy. Montgomery Burns is is uh, Jacob Rothschild. That's who that character is based off oh. of. Right. Yeah, there's so much stuff that The Simpsons, you know, put out. And you think about it's it's on Fox 11. 11 is a, you know, is the master of intuition number and numerology. Fox in Gematria is 666. So there you go, dude. And I know it's just I go too deep for a lot of people, but. There's a, there's a pattern and it's based off numerology and astrology and symbolism and sigils and, you know, the, the chanting. That's why they're always using music and that's why pop music is so just basic. A lot of it is ritualistic magic. It's, you know, their, their, their chants, you know. Um, yeah, I was learning about like MK Ultra and the, it's like the masonic what are they the masons yeah the masons yeah like that shit's crazy and that's just one order i mean that's a major order but there's the rosicrucians there's the templars there's you know the the knights of malta there's the jesuits there's illuminati there's um you know thule society there's you know, Ordo Templari. There's there's so many of these different secret societies. A lot of the fraternal, um, you know, orders and these these universities and colleges, specifically the I- Ivy League, the Skull and Bones, and and the Alpha Sigma Chi's and the Theta De- Delta, you know, whatever. These are all, you know, they're all part part of it. You know, it's like. If it's a secret society, like it can't be good because it's a secret. Like, so what do you, right. keep, you know, what are you keeping a secret about? Yeah. <laughs> you know, unless you're trying to save people's lives, <laughs> what's the secret about? Yeah. And how come all the people that are destroying people's lives are all members of these secret societies? So it can't yeah, be about how- saving people's lives. No. That's amazing how you remember all of that. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. I've been studying Satanism and Satanic cults for like 25 years. I started reading about them when I was incarcerated and I read many books on it. And then I just, and I remember that the one common theme was always, it's not like your high schooler 
it is you know the satanist that's killing cats and listening to slayer it's politicians it's lawyers <laughs> it's doctors it's police commissioners the it's the upper echelons of society that are deep into these cults and um that was always a common theme in all these books Wow, so crazy. And then years later, conspiracy comes out, and then I was like, oh, shit, now I get it. This is why they were talking about the upper echelons of society. And then, then I got into symbolism and, you know, from corporate symbols to medical, you know, the, the, the serpents going around the staff and, you know, all the different symbols that they use. And it's like, oh, these are all occult symbols. What is that one, the, ser the serpent? The serpent going around, you know, the medical symbol, the, the two mm -hmm. snakes wrapping around the staff, that's Mercury. But, you know, you can take it back to the Bible is the serpent going, uh, you know, of going around the tree. But um, there's two serpents because it's like the pillars of masonry, Joachim and Boaz, I believe it's called. But it's representing the, the masculine and feminine sides of of uh, mankind see the fucked up part is is a lot of the occult stuff that these people have could be really good stuff but they've perverted it so much and most of them the the you know specifically like your your higher like your politicians and high level corporations a lot of these people were were raised and satanic cult families where they were ritualistically abused since infancy, sexually, psychologically, you know, and they were, they've seen so much horrific shit. They literally have no conscience, which is why I say they're serial killers because, you know, you look at all the traits of a serial killer, how were they raised? They were mm -hmm. physically, sexually, and mentally abused, you know, 99% of the time. And so we have ser literal satanic serial killers running the world and um you know they all were mk ultra from a, from an early age like hillary clinton they could and and a lot of people think that a lot of these rich people they have all this freedom and liberty and stuff these people are the biggest slaves on the planet they they don't have free will anymore they yeah. they are property of the cult they they cannot escape if Hillary Clinton or Bill Clinton or any of these people try to escape Lady Gaga any of them they're dead it's game over for them mm -hmm. so they have to go along with the agenda they sign their name in blood and they they serve um, the darkest demons and this and the dimension you know so and there's no escape for them now um, they took that oath. And a lot of them were born into it. They didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. So, and a, a part of me, like I, you know, I feel compassion to a certain extent for these people, yeah. for the child that they once were. I mean, I would, totally. in a heartbeat, I would send them out on a barge in the ocean with no food and, and let them all die. But in the same token, because there's no way to change them. There's, there's no way to change these people. Absolutely they're no way. Damaged. Um, yeah. there, there's no way to change them. Absolutely not. Not after all these years. Um, you know, people don't get out of cults a lot of times unless they escape them. These people can't escape this cult. It's a global network, and they are in too deep. So there's no way to change them, and they've caused too much damage. So um, they they are the property of um, the Prince of Darkness. Wow. So trippy. Yeah. It's like doesn't seem real you know like it sounds like you're talking about a movie well here you go i told people man 
the dark crystal is an incredible oh, incredible documentary that. about what's going on right now mm-hmm. you know what i mean you, you think about like you and me are gelflings we're yeah little, we're and little... they redid it yeah and i started to watch it i gotta finish it and and they, they were drinking adrenochrome in the new one they, they were they were removing the essence oh, of the gelflings yeah. and drinking it they were drinking the blood the essence the life force of the gelflings but in the original they had the gelflings trying to save the earth and trying to save everything and you had the skexies which i believe represent you know like the the zionist jews and and the jesuits and like the royal family these are you know the the, the these these ex-kazarian canaanite tribe you know descendants of the kazarians and the canaanites and babylon and all that which always are indicative of having large noses and I'm not hating on Jews. I'm not, you know, I'm not a, <laughs> Hey Jeremy, anti- I'm half Jewish. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not anti-Semitic or anything. Half of my kidding. family's Jewish. Uh, but what I'm saying is, is, well, I think they were usurped. I don't, I don't even think that the people, the Zionists are actual Jews. I think they're Kazarians. They're, they're Canaanites. They, 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 they are the synagogue of serpents that they talk about in, you know, the, the Torah and the Bible. They're the synagogue of serpents. They've, They've they've hijacked those areas, but the the Skeksis are um, those people, the Jesuits and the Zionists and and those type of people. And um, what do they do? They take those little guys. I don't remember the, the little guys that they would stick in front of the bright light, and they would mm-hmm. like they would like make them watch it, and then it, it would like it would uh, hypnotize them. Mm-hmm. There's your television. Right there. Mm. And then the little guys would go and they'd be lifelong slaves to the Skeksis and they'd yeah. do all the work. And then the Skeksis were all about black ritualistic magic. And um, what I think what the dark crystal represents is the black cube of Saturn. And the black cube of Saturn would be um, what, you know, the, the, the hexagram is, the six-pointed star, which is really... A hexogram, if you want to curse somebody, you cast a hex on them. But there's six points, six triangles, and six edges on that hexagram for mm-hmm. the 666. So the dark crystal is the black cube of Saturn. And um, and if you look at a lot of like really wealthy corporations, they have like these, they'll have like sculptures of these big black cubes out in front of them. Or like even like Islam and Mecca, there's a big black cube that they walk around and there's like mm-hmm. a silver uh, inlay in it. The silver is the goddess. It's 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 uh, it's the moon, it, um, uh, or Venus as well. But silver is 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 a moon element. But it's silver in this massive black cube in the middle of Islam, which right there tells me, well, they usurped Islam as well. So this death cult, this satanic death cult has infiltrated every level of society, every religion, every, you know, school, you, you just, the you know, medicine, you know, modern science is just, you know, like Kabbalistic magic. It's alchemy. It goes back to alchemy and all, and all that crazy crap. And um, so, yeah, it's... It's fucking crazy. The Dark Crystal is a great documentary. It's like The Matrix. It, uh, this world is so much more magical than people could ever even imagine and i figured i discovered that 10 years ago when i got into meditation i was like this world is literal we we are in an arcane battle of wizards warlocks 
sages, high priests, priestesses, shaman, like, this is, we're in the Lord of the Rings shit, and people don't even realize it. 85, yeah. 85% of society doesn't even, they're not even aware of it. Um, Dude, have you seen the series on Gaia called Ancient Civilizations? Uh, I believe I have. It's so trippy. Yeah. You, it, what were you going to say? Oh, just, yeah. Just, I mean, it, it confirms. I mean, it's just kind of like beyond what my wildest imagination, you know, what has been going on and between like aliens and different types of humans and like underground worlds. And <laughs> it's such a cool show. Yeah. Like- but you reminded me of that when you were saying how magical this place is. Like it is. There's there there is subterranean. Is. There is a subterranean civilization beneath us, and it is. They have talked about that in all the ancient civilizations. There yeah. is literal another civilization below us, one hundred percent. As far as what's above us, uh, I don't believe in the whole outer space, you know, NASA thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, NASA was started by Nazis. Uh, they're not genuinely known for, you know, their kindness and, you know, being these great people. It's like, why would I trust a bunch of racist fucking, you know, murderers? Yeah. You know, so NASA started by Nazis. And so like the whole alien agenda to me is also a psyop because UFOs are, are clearly th- third dimensional technology they're physical so they're part Mm -hmm. of this earth which means man created them where man got the intelligent design for those ufos i do not know but i believe that they were created by nazis which is why Werner von braun went to nasa and 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 all that stuff um because the nazi had had incredible um what is the uh uh technology technology but they had like like people that were like really physicists and 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 engineers Mm -hmm. that that really knew how to create like the most advanced like machinery and vehicles and stuff like that so i think that the ufos were created in the 30s and 40s in 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 germany and um which is why you can see ufos in in videos all over the world right but you could also see like floating orbs and lights. So the UFOs to me are like three dimensional physical. Um, it's this, it's of this world, but the orbs and the lights a lot of times, unless they're using like holograms or something, which I don't think all of those are holograms because a lot of ancient civilizations talked about orbs and bright lights and things like that in the sky. These orbs and stuff, I believe are interdimensional, but as mm. far as aliens go, you don't see aliens on cameras. When we have cameras on every fucking street corner, where the fuck are the aliens? So if there's aliens, they're living in the ocean or they're living in underground. Um, as far as what, you know, is going on in the sky. I mean, the, the whole that whole thing is just a big can of worms. We can't be living mm-hmm. in an endless vacuum of space because it would suck everything off this planet. And people want you to believe gravity holds it all together it just doesn't it's like no dude a vacuum would suck us right off this fucking thing there's like the simpsons back to the (laughs) simpsons what was in the simpsons the dome that's a dome and the, the more i've gotten into it and i don't give a fuck how crazy i sound i really don't give a shit because i watch a lot of these like you know private journalists you know people like graham hancock i'm not saying that he's 
into the dome theory or anything, but everything that he studies, all these ancient civilizations, all believed we lived under a dome. All of them. The only person that says otherwise is NASA. So um, I don't know what's above the dome. I know that there's luminaries above the dome, that there's something cosmic up there. I don't know if they're planets, what the fuck they are. Mm-hmm. But you go online and you try to look up planets under a telescope, there's no pictures. It's all CGI. It's all digital imagery. So it's like, okay, well, why can't I see Saturn if our technology is so advanced? Why can't I see Mars if our technology is so advanced? How come you only have three or four pictures of the Earth if our technology is so advanced? But we have satellites supposedly everywhere. So, Yeah, it's true. There's so much shit going on. So I, I think that we are in this way more magical place than we're being let on. Mm-hmm. That, that that there's no such thing as fucking aliens. There may have been fallen angels, the Nephilims, the giants, and, and interdimensional beings and, and things like that. They come through portals and shit. But um, I think if there's aliens, reptilian beings, they live here and they live in the ocean or they live underground. Kind of like, yeah. you know, the Sasquatch or whatever that we never see. But, but even that was in Legends, the Sasquatch, right? The mm-hmm. Yeti. That, that's been in, in legends from all over the world. So it's way more magical than we've been led, led to believe. I believe that these ancient families have been in control for centuries, thousands of years. They don't want to lose control. People like you and me are waking up. The ones that aren't waking up are going to have to come back. I don't know if reincarnation is real, but I believe in my heart and soul that it is. And I believe I've been here for many lifetimes. And I believe that this is a lifetime that I'm self-actualized, self-aware, that I know who and what the fuck I am, what I'm about. And um, I believe if you keep these young souls, all these mask wearers and people that want to get vaccinated and all this stuff, and I'm not saying all of them are young souls because I think a lot of old souls fell fell for this shit too because a lot of them want to see their families. So the only way they could see their grandma or their mom is if they got vaccinated. So a lot of people are being bribed by their own fucking family members to do this shit. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I think uh, a lot of these young souls are just keeping these people in power because I think that these these bloodline families, this 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 cult of dark arts practitioners, are just in this time loop of where they have control over things. I think they're reincarnating into the same families. I mean, I don't know what the rules and parameters of reincarnation are. I mean, shit. For all I know, I was a fucking ficus last lifetime. I don't know. <laughs> A starfish, who knows, right? But, uh, but I think that these people that they figured out a way to be in a time loop um, and and control shit. But I think that that, unlike past um, civilization collapses where they've taken control of things and they've done mass exterminations on people just to rebuild civilizations. And, and or or erase civilizations like the Tartarian Empire or the Aztecs or the Mayans or whatever civilizations they decided that they were going to destroy at the time. Um, I think this time they are going to fail. This goes back in my eyes to the Tower of Babel, in which again I'm not a I'm not a Christian. I'm not what you would call a Christian. I I don't fall for any. I, but I do love the Bible and I do I look at it a lot like I look at um, ancient ancient like civilizations and a lot of the things that they say um the bible is a book full of wisdom and esotericism and people your your average priest and and church is not going to teach you a lot of the stuff they're going to tell you to rely on the superhero that he's going to save your life and that you don't have to do any work all you got to do is believe 
but you got to do the fucking work and you got to follow in your Messiah's footsteps if you want to fucking get somewhere. And um, it goes back to the Tower of Babel and the Tower of Babel is when man um, got so high on his own, who he the fu- who the fuck he was, he thought he could be God and they were going to build a tower into heaven and prove that they were as powerful as God. And God came in. They all were speaking one language. God scattered people amongst the earth, confused all the languages. Everybody started speaking different languages and, you know, showed them, hey, dude, I'm God. You're, you're a guest in my house. I'm not a guest in yours. You know, I created you. And, and I think that's what's going to happen this time because if you look at, like, the recipe for what these people are doing— globalism as like the tower of babel it's a one world government it's one language we're trying to get everybody speaking the same fucking language a vaccine passport and we're going to vaccinate everybody and we're going to have them all linked on 5g and hooked digital into currency. yeah digital currency and ai everybody understands the language of of money so they're going to do that and and then um and then they're going to try and and um I think 5G and these vaccines come into play somehow. I, I don't know for sure, but um, I think these the, the, the technology, I think, with these motherfuckers in the last 20 years has just gotten crazy, and we only know mm-hmm. pieces of it. And I think that they're they're finally figuring out a way to like like somehow capture people's spirits and put them in fucking hard drives. or Because these motherfuckers, they don't want to die because... Again, if we're being reincarnated, these motherfuckers have lifetimes of hell to face for, you know, the the trauma that they caused in this one. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I man. totally think that the vaccines and five G are connected. But then people start, you know, if you say that, they're like, "You're fucking crazy." <laughs> but, well, we are electromagnetic beings. That's why cell phones can give us cancer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're if you're shooting, you know, a mercury and aluminum and barium and and all these you know metallic you know elements into people's bodies along with male and female DNA cells, which is a part of why I think vaccines have a big big part to do with this massive gay and transgender movement right now and i don't have any problems with the gays or the trans people at all i support i support my queens and i support my gays and and my dykes and and butches you know i support everybody like you, you know you do you um but i think that the vaccines injecting male and female um, d- DNA into little girls if you're a little girl and you're injecting them with with you know male DNA this stuff is going to affect your hormones and mm-hmm. that's why I think that this movement has become so massive, particularly in the last seven years, it seems like. I don't think it's an organic one. No, I don't think so either. And food, of course, soy and all that stuff, oh. and BPA all have something to do with it as well. Yeah, exactly. Although, like, contraceptives and the water and, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It wasn't like that when I was a little kid, that's for sure. No. <laughs> yeah. Man, you're so inspiring. You know so much cool shit. I don't but at the I'm end of the day. I'm glad you're doing I'm glad you're doing the podcast so you can like 
share. At the end of the day, I have to admit, as much as I think I know, I really don't know shit because every time I learn something new, I have three more questions. Right. So, like, how much do I really know? <laughs> so, am I getting yeah. smarter or dumber? That's what Ayurveda is like. It's like, wow, I don't really know anything every time I learn more. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just never ending. It's like lifetimes of it, of knowledge. But that's cool. I mean, that's like humility and keeps you learning and growing. And yeah, I wouldn't want it any other way, right? No, and, and, and everything is connected. And again, modern education has turned everything into subjects, but the old you know, the um, the quadrivium and trivium and all that stuff that, you know, the ancient Romans were learning and a lot of these ancient societies, you know, civilizations were learning about was that everything was connected. And now we've isolated things into subjects. And the really intelligent people, the really, the really in touch, in tune people see the connection between all this stuff and that science can't be taken away from music and that music can't be taken away from art and that art can't be taken away from gardening and, and Ayurveda and astrology and so on and so forth. And so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. There's my rant for the day. <laughs> <laughs> so your website one more time. Yeah, it's Four Pillars Ayurveda, F-O-U-R-P-I-L-L-A-R-S-A-Y-U-R-V-E-D-A.com. Hillary, you can thank Google you so my much. name, Hillary Branoff. Thank you. Thanks for having like me. I'm brand, so... Like brand flakes and fuck off? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> that was it. Awesome. Well, this was a great episode. I'm so stoked that I got you on, and I'm going to be texting you shortly. And I will send you a link to this episode once I post it. So, sound good? Awesome. Sounds yeah. great. Awesome. Well, thank you again for coming on. Thank you for having me. We'll chat soon. Be Thanks safe for everyone out for listening. Yeah, we're in this together. We're all in this together. <laughs> all right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Guys, thanks again for listening. I really enjoyed this episode. Um, hope you guys do too. Um, Look into it. Thank you for listening. Smash the like button. Give me a good review. Give me a bad review if you don't like it. I like the truth no matter what it is. Share this with your friends, your family, whomever. You guys stay safe, stay sane. Mind, body, spirit. Love, healing, and truth. I'm out.